everyone. Hi everyone. This is Voices of the World on air from Brussels to the Belgians and the world. Until COVID is over, tune in for some good vibes. This is Patricia and this is Elna. Hello. Hello, hello. How are you? I'm well, thank you. It's nice to have you on our nice. podcast. Always a great participant. Yes. Yes. So Pushkar, um, our topic uh, for Voices of the World yep. podcast is, is about life in uh, Brussels, but, um, yep. but maybe you can tell us a little about yourself and how long you've been here and, you know, changes and evol- evolution of, of, of life in, in Brussels. And also you lived through COVID here, so you can also tell us a little about that. Yeah. Um, so I, I am here since now almost five years um, in, in, in Belgium, Brussels. And uh, I, I work for a, for a uh, Belgian enter- a big Belgian enterprise in the IT sector, like most Indians maybe here. So, so I come from the IT software background. As a, I work there as a consultant. And uh, yeah, I mean, like I think like most many people who, who never intend to come here, they just end up being here, and then they then they are like how come I'm here and like, okay, I've spent five years already. So it's, I think it's, it's a similar story with many people I've met, like the expat people also I meet, they have the same kind of pattern. So I think I fit that pattern as well. So I ended up being here and now I'm here for five years and uh, yep. (laughs) And and you were also here the last year and a half, two years of COVID as well then. Yeah. Yeah. And how was that for you? uh, I, I, I think personally, I touched I mean, I, I did not, uh, I wasn't too impacted by it. I mean, I know many of my friends and uh, like colleagues who were like, who, who, who had some kind of, uh, you know, they, they were quite impacted by it because of the socialization, the socializing was restricted and also, but for me personally, it wasn't a big thing because um, I, I, I think I'm, I'm equally personally well at being in the crowd as well as being alone. So that somewhere helped me. Um, but yes, there were times, I mean, of course, you cannot be in the house the whole time. So I, I, I had some coping mechanisms. I, I went back to India a um, couple of times. In fact, uh, yeah, for my marriage. So, <laughs> so my marriage happened right in the middle of COVID. So yeah, uh, mm-hmm. so, so somehow it was okay for me so far. But I, I, I still feel now because of this uncertainty with all these variants now coming up, vaccinations done and all these unknown yeah. unknowns i mean somewhere of course at the back of the mind you're concerned you know about your family your your parents especially who are old they are living in india and uh, yep your your maybe your relatives who are close to you etc your friends maybe so so uh, somewhere you you at the back of the mind you're concerned because it's not easy now to travel right if i want to travel unless there's an emergency touch wood i mean it's it's difficult and even if I plan a travel, I mean, it's, it's, it's a headache right now, you know, with all the, the bubbles, the, 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 the travel restriction, the tests, like tests done before traveling, after traveling and the different protocol that you need to follow. And um, the worst thing, because there is less supply, uh, there is, I mean, there is high demand and less supply of, for, the, for the traveling, the tickets. The, the ticket rate is, is uh, the flight rates are quite high. I mean, right now, the, the, if I just talk about India, the, the flight rates are minimum, a return ticket is 2,000 euros. And in 2,000 euros, I can go and come back four times in a year. So, so it's, it's a, yeah, it's, it, it's a bit of a tough time. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. So there's the financial aspect of all the, yes. the COVID impact as well then. Yeah, yeah. And so during these five years, um, our topic being about a little about life in Brussels and two. So what was mm -hmm. your first impression and and what is your impression currently? Um, because I, one thing about Brussels is most people say that when you arrive, it's tougher than when you're, you know, after living here for some years. Uh, but everybody has a different experience. So, so what is what is your experience, and what would you say the pros and cons of Brussels are? Hmm. To, to be honest, like I mean, when I when I arrived, I mean, I did not. I, my only intention was to to do. Uh, uh, I, I had uh, sharing something personally. I had a couple of options, you know, to 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 go to the U.S., Australia, and then one. This was one of the options that was at hand uh, for me, and I think. I chose it because I really wanted to explore and understand the whole European culture, the heritage, because I was fascinated by it as a child. And then I realized that, that the location of Brussels was, was perfect. Like, you know, it's, it's a, it's a low land. It has easy accessibility, north, south, east, west, UK, Netherlands, um, France, or Germany. And like, it, it was, it was a very properly, it was, it was a very proper geographic location. If you want to uh, explore these things. So that was my first, in, you know, um, impression. So, so when I landed, of course, I mean, it was not that easy because I've already lived in the UK. So there it's easier because of the language and, uh, UK is pretty much now like kind of, they, they very well understand the culture of my land. Like, I mean, there are a lot of Indians who there and like, uh, who, who are quite amalgamated in the in the local society so it's easier for indians to to go somewhere like uk or us like english speaking country but here when i came there were not many indians and uh, it was quite tough you know even like uh, I, I landed i did not have a kind of house so uh, like i just got a contract signed on the spot and then you know i i went to the to this apartment and i think the first three months were quite tough i tried to mean you know, go to this pubs and try to speak to people, but it was quite tough. Even the expats, unless into, if you are, once you are into the expat bubble, they, they, they won't straight away talk to you. And it's difficult to even find, you know, where are these expat uh, spots are like, you know, um, there are very specific bars where, you know, people would meet. So I wasn't going to those places in the first three months. I was just going to the regular Belgian bars or let's say cafes where there were only Belgian people who only spoke French and um, Flemish, let's say. So, yeah, yeah. So that was my first impression. I think I, I was, of course, fascinated by the beards. I was like, wow, it was a big thing for me. Uh, the chocolate yeah. aspect, of course, I think that was that was awesome when I when I came in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just eating chocolates and drinking beer like for the first three months. Like, I want to try everything. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think like most people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So so you had a as from your story you're saying that you had a bit of a difficult time integrating uh socially it was was it? Yeah. Yes, I think it's it's a linguistic aspect. I I don't think it's anything else. Um if I would have known French maybe or and and a local, you know, like mm -hmm. social flavor um, I, I think it would have been easier, but I, but I think it's also not, I mean, maybe it's also related to the, to the local culture because I, 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 I remember meeting like Spanish people who, who were also not good at English. They spoke like broken English, but like, because they are so outgoing and like, um, 
like yeah come on sit us with us and like it's 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 a different i think it's a cultural thing as well because i i, I do recall meeting like uh, people like spanish people maybe or even some italians who were like very uh, inclusive like okay even if they did not speak the same i mean didn't did not they were non native english speakers so maybe yeah. it's a cultural thing but yeah yeah, yeah. so you're saying that uh, yeah that other uh, expat communities uh, from southern europe and stuff were a bit more inclusive in in that yes and do you think yeah that, i mean they are, they were i mean mm-hmm. go ahead, you, sorry your voice was breaking yeah uh, do you think that uh, in, uh, integration uh, under these circumstances is also more challenging when you feel less inclusive so, so sorry come again uh, elnas your voice your your question i couldn't hear properly sorry about that um do you think that integration is more challenging under these circumstances of of less being less inclusive uh in the current covid time so you're talking about in general no, about actually Belgium. before covid mm-hmm. before covid yeah I don't know how 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 should I put it. So so for me, Belgium is like the UK of the nineteen nineties. <laughs> you know, they were just they were like exploring. I mean, or maybe nineteen eighties. You know, like it it's it's a how someone very nicely put it. Like Belgium is a slow burning country. You know, like they just they are laid back. That's 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 the beauty of it, and that's why I also love Belgium because you know it's a chilled out, laid back country overall. Brussels is also like it's not overwhelming like Paris or London. Mm-hmm. and um, that that is also the the beauty of it so so you 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 feel like you are in a city but still in a small town like a nice um cozy yeah. place so so that, that's 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 the beauty of it and um but it, it has its pros and cons so where the 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 setup is laid back of course the people will also not like mix up at a faster rate right so so yeah. it's it's not it's not something um, yeah to yeah. <laughs> whine about yeah, yeah but then when you're not when it's not so inclusive then integration as a result integration becomes a bit more challenging now whether it's linguistic integration or cultural integration um uh, i mean even though you're an expat um not knowing yeah. how many years you'll be here uh whether it's five or 10 or 20 you still probably want to be able to learn the language and to yep. integrate more and if there's not a lot of inclusiveness then that would be more challenging right um exactly i yeah. absolutely i think that's that's the that's that's absolutely true i think that if that that kind of um inclusion is not there it will be difficult i mean uh, but i do know people who are living here since many years and they they are they just interact bare minimum essential with the local people but then they have their huge expat social setup or social um, support on yeah. whom they rely so the people have their uh, i think survival mechanisms social survival mechanisms so yeah so yeah but it's true that of course knowing that including aspect makes it more easier um, yeah yeah okay so if you were to change something in 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 brussels i mean other than the social aspect of it but also like uh you know the layout the um waste thing way things work and uh, how what would you say about pros and cons are uh, from your experience uh, I, i think pros and cons are, as I, i just like as i said like um we we um, 
the 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 whole setup is because it's like a slow moving country i mean people are not very like too bashful as well like you know like boisterous about their local um, like as a country i mean it's it's like a reluctant country you know people are not very very too like jingoistic or nationalistic as well i think that also somewhere is useful i mean they they are reserved to their certain extent and uh, they let you whatever you want to be i mean it's they they, they don't bother you much and um, they, they have a good kind of <coughs> cross cultural mix in the sense like uh, you you from the north you have this um how do you say um germanic culture from the south you have this romantician romance culture like you know french and dutch and then it's a nice uh, flux of 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 different um, stereotypes mm-hmm. and uh, given its small type i'm mean, sorry small uh, area it's the as i say you know the, the chaos density is quite high and that's why i like it because it, it's like india for me it's like a mini india in mm-hmm. india you have small state like goa and in goa you have the maharashtrian the kannadigas the keralites and then you have the portuguese born christian guys and you know it's 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 a very nice chaos density and that's similar to similar here as well you know two hours drive you will go to the the seashore and then two hours drive you will be in the in the mountains in the ardens so it's 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 you know you get the best of both worlds uh, okay i mean fine the ardens are not like the actual alps or maybe you know like uh, the 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 beach are not like goa but i mean there's nothing to complain about about it right i mean it's 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 fantastic you 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 get to explore both things so so geographically nature wise and of course the 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 architecture aspect is also i mean i think belgians have set benchmarks in different architectural aspects and styles so it's it's fantastic the good is about being in belgium and especially brussels and um, every every place and country have their set of pros and cons so i i, I don't think there are like um i mean something it is very specific to belgium i think the same thing might apply to other european countries as well but there are few things which i observed that uh, i want to call out um maybe it's something uh, so, so i don't know recently if you there was in my neighborhood where i live uh, there was an accident where uh, the tram hit a a, a girl and then the, that that lady died on the spot and it was really very you know i mean i i don't know that person but then that news recently circulated and it was really very disheartening heart wrenching because uh, a few days back as well i was thinking about this point like i was in the tram and the driver was keep on like he was getting frustrated at people crossing the road or let's say someone like uh, maybe a car slightly not aware about the presence of the tram i i don't understand like you know they have all these advanced setup and they they can't even just set up a kind of a horn to the to the to the tram because sometimes it comes handy you know you to have a good fog light or a good horn mechanism all that tram has is a ting 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 kind of bell and i i think it's not useful because it's one time even happened with me that i was crossing the street and the tram street and because i could hear that ting ting somehow i just narrowly escaped an accident so i could relate to the situation very well so it is something ridiculous i mean like i think they need to it's a very minor thing but if it can save a life right what's what is the big deal in investing in two three horns for these for these trams right so that really kind of 
got onto my nerves like okay fine you need to stay vintage but then not at the cost of someone's life right so so yeah so that was one thing i mean that uh, that very specific that i would like to improve yeah, yeah especially nowadays uh with a ding 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 or something it's people have headphones in yeah. their ears all the time and um and, yeah and which is not a good thing of course but it's just what the world has become and on yeah. top of it of course there are disabled people who, who can't hear well uh yes. difficulty hearing so it's not always uh the ding 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 is quite an old method in fact yeah, and and you're right yep. with the trams in the city um there are quite a lot of stories it does have its authentic side of course but then indeed there yep. are uh there are things that they could be improve uh especially during winter yep. where uh well the rails get a bit slidey as well um yes. so you know rain and and snow and everything can can make them more slippery and so you know for a tram to stop like a car as well it'll be trickier uh when, when during the winter so you do have a good point there yeah sorry go on so you were you were mentioning no no it's, it's a, yeah but so i was so specifically about having these uh, mechanisms to avoid these kind of mishaps right i mean it's not something that uh, the 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 system designers don't know mm-hmm. but i think it's something that needs to be uh, catered to other thing i observed was like the, the banking here in belgium is, is quite archaic in the sense like you know if um uh, um I, uh, even if i make a cross bank trans- transaction it's usually it usually doesn't pop up instantly i mean that's what um, maybe now it happens but like when i came i had i don't want to take the name of the banks but uh, it was horrible i mean like in, in some cases there was a bank branch but there was no atm because sometimes in, in usually in india you know wherever there's a bank branch by default there's an atm to to take out the money and mm-hmm. here i see it often that you will have a branch but uh they don't have that machines in the branch to take out the money so it's also kind of annoying because often you you, you are needing you are in need of some cash and on the on on the search you see uh, there is a bank around and it often happens with me that okay there's a bank around i go there and then they don't have a the teller machine you know to to take out any money so yeah i i, I don't know this is a this is a weird customer experience design um that's 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 they and ideally if i if there's a transaction happening on my account i should immediately get a notification so usually that's what happens in most countries on the planet that if you do a transaction whether shopping or any net banking i immediately get a pop up saying sms that okay this transaction has been done so mm-hmm. that doesn't happen here i mean i have changed like three banks here now in five years and i i, I don't see that so i think this this whole digitization aspect is is something they need to work out i mean i i remember living in the the central brussels commune and uh, to get the commune appointment you need to take the token and at 4 o'clock in the morning i used to just wait in the queue now they have of course improved many things after a lot of feedback from many distressed expats and influential <laughs> expats i would say but then um, they they like this this this, this they I, again this comes back to the same point about being laid back and chilled and slow moving that they are gradually adapting and adopting this digital way of life yeah i mean someone might argue oh, it's a small country and they don't need it but then uh, singapore is a smaller country as well and they are hyper digitalized or maybe even taiwan let's say so so i think it's it's a matter of mindset and um, yeah yeah 
Uh, actually, I think that COVID uh, was an additional, <laughs> uh, I mean, with all the cons that COVID had, yes. uh, there, there's that little pro that digitalized a lot of things um, and, and made uh, things kind of more convenient. As you said, you'd have yep. to take a, a ticket a number to be able to go into places and wait. Yeah. Whereas now, yep. you know, you could at least online book a, a time slot, which, you know, you know yep. that you're going to be there for like at least maximum in half an hour instead of yep. all day. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Mm -hmm. good, so, good. so I think this, this, this whole process digitization of process efficiency, I mean, in, whether in government agencies or local yeah. governments or even like, I, I think that that's, that's a point to improve, whether it's private sector like banking or even the mm -hmm. public sector and then um and the other thing i really like kind of didn't get was was about the, the police i mean i had few interaction with the police here um mm -hmm. because being a law-abiding citizen if something goes wrong i straight away call the police so if there was a noisy neighbor or there was a, someone causing a ruckus in the neighborhood i would straight away call the police and then you know be a active participant in <laughs> maintaining certain level of law and order and the, the worst thing I realized that, I mean, I, I'm a, I'm a pro law person or, I mean, I'm not an anti-police person at all, but then I think there is a racial factor that comes into play. I mean, I, 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 I realized it in last two, three years that um, some of the, especially the Brussels police, they are, they're absolutely weird. And uh, uh, I mean, everywhere on the planet, the police are usually hated. But then I think there is a scope um, where they can improve. In fact, I am part of the, 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 the active, you know, like citizen, you know, in, in Facebook, there's a group where you can uh, join their Facebook page and share your concerns and stuff like that. So I, Belgian police uh, page. So um, I, I, I also follow that. But then I think um, there is some kind of cross-cultural, I don't know, bias in their mind whenever they see maybe a person of a different color. That's what I realized. Or maybe someone else. I mean, I've seen several times in the center, like, you know, there will be some um, thug or some maybe some some guy who's causing a ruckus. There'll be three people surrounding him and talking nicely to him as if he's a good guy and not even touching him. And then once I reported a crime and that person was talking to me as if I committed that crime. Uh, and this was not once or two, two, three, three, three times happened. So I did not understand this weird attitude of these people. I mean, why... Uh, uh, with, with the criminals, they are nicer, but with the law-abiding citizens, they are... I mean, I don't know if anyone else faced the same thing. Uh, yeah. One of my Polish friends who, who had an accident uh, with a car had a similar uh, bad experience with the local law agencies, with the police or lawyers. So she, she hates it like anything. But then I, 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 I had my own share of it. So I think that that's something to be looked upon and improved. Yeah, the sense of security in that sense is not provided indeed. Yeah. I also had a similar, yeah. I mean, not necessarily being treated badly, but uh, not being able to rely on them for feeling secure. Uh, my car yeah. was broken into literally in front of the police and they said, oh, but we didn't have any witness to go get to go get the, the, the thief. Yeah. And I said, but it happened right in front of you. And they were just standing there like, yeah, but we need witnesses. Yeah, but you were a witness, you know, and yeah. uh, and then when they broke into my house and they stole, uh, I, I was robbed uh, and quite a lot of uh, very precious stuff. And yeah. even then my family said, you know, forget about it. The police is not going to help. They're just going to yeah. create problems for you. 
they're not going to yeah. find a solution. So indeed, that sense of security, you, do, you are pointing out a good problem. Um, and just yep. racial discrimination. Yeah, overall, this is a, a big uh, discussion currently in yep. Brussels um, and Belgium generally, uh, which is going yeah. to look upon uh, differently from a different perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else that you, you think that could be improved? No, I think, I mean, there are, there are a few things here and there. I mean, but I think uh, these are the more critical ones. Overall, I mean, they have improved over the last five years. What I have seen, it, it has improved. I mean, I agree. I mean, like I, I had some uh, Indian friends coming from Spanish who are Spain here and, and uh, sorry, and um, who said, were like, ah, okay, uh, um, Brussels is a very lukewarm place. But of course, all credit goes to even uh, the COVID times. I had to explain them that, okay, pre-COVID, there were nicer times and we used to hang out and we had a pop culture and we used to drink, dance and, uh, you know, sing along. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, so I think the, the, the COVID uh, factor has made it more dull. But it's true that, you know, uh, I, I, despite myself being a very social person, I mean, uh, the, the, because of the language barrier or whatever you call it, I mean, uh, hanging out with the locals was quite tough. I mean, um, um, I, I think I gave you an example, even, you know, the, the Flemish versus Dutch experience, right? That when I was in the Netherlands, like, uh, it was like, for some reason, they were very energetic and sociable and uh, livelier than, than, than the guys here. And, and uh, I, I don't know what, where it comes from and what's the driver behind it. So, so yeah. Mm -hmm. So there is something maybe, yeah, some kind of being an attitude of being low profile maybe or keeping to themselves, which is good. I'm nothing wrong with it. But then um, it comes back to the same point about, you know, it, it doesn't really help foster that intercultural uh, mashup. Yeah, and also so, so integration. Integration, yes, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Because so, so it doesn't help that, yeah. Yeah, I am, um, like for me is, uh, you know, when people ask about a certain language, I say, well, if you know, if you're not practicing yeah. the language with the locals, then how are you going to improve it? I mean, it's <laughs> exactly. They need to to learn the language, but then the language, uh, you know, I've noticed many times uh, when I am speaking English to a friend at a cafe, but then yeah. I order in French. Well, I mean, the waiter or the waitress, out of politeness for sure, are uh, changed to English to include the other person, but the other yeah. person also wants to try to practice French. I mean, and and it's nice that they're trying to be helpful and try to speak English, but then if yeah, you're yeah. not speaking English, if you're not speaking French to them, then how do you expect them to learn? Um, or, or Dutch for that matter. It's also the same uh, the Dutch speakers. They're out of politeness. They uh, quickly go to English uh, to help you, but in reality, it's not really helping because if you're not letting the person practice with you outside yeah. in cafes and out in shops and whatever, then, how do you expect them to learn? So it is, is yep. this, this thing of integration too and being reserved. They're reserved people, but then they expect you to be integrated. They expect you to learn yep. the culture, the language and everything. But if you're reserved, then you don't let them in. So that's, yeah, it's a bit of a, a challenging situation indeed. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And I, I think technology also plays a good role in fostering that because I mean, as I mentioned earlier, you know, there are applications like, you know, there's something called as Hopler. So, which is a community Facebook thing. So, and, and I, I joined that and that's how I also came to know about some of my neighbors. You know, I had some interaction. So, it, mm -hmm. it helps, you know, like sometimes um, uh, you just join and okay, they always 
because they always discuss things in french then i take a conscious effort to even read in let's say translate it and respond back in french mm-hmm. so 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 there are things they you know that that i i am for me technology technology has a major role to play in this you know for for fostering this integration and reducing any kind of bias uh, people have about different cultures and and uh, it should be used at its you know uh, best yeah exactly indeed indeed yeah any other uh, comments in in that area where you still wish to express no i i think that was it i mean uh, there are many other points we can we can continue discussing nuances and personal experiences but then um, you know that that doesn't define the the group or ho- the whole right so so yeah of course yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. It, it won't be right to say it in a, in a, in, a, in a public forum so so yeah. yeah 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 indeed indeed well yes i mean in the city aspect with the with the trams and and security these are quite important things that you're pointing out yeah. and these are things that you know we are trying to collect from citizens and see you know generally how could we mm. improve life in brussels in that aspect as well i mean there's not just the social aspect but security is also quite an important aspect yes. of it and it's good that you're mentioning this um and uh so that's that's really great contribution thank you so much pushkar for your time and i am sure that well, thank uh, you many other yeah, sorry people, good <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure many other people will will enjoy uh your conversation and uh your feedback about this especially people who are thinking about coming to belgium settling down or have recently moved here so um but thank you so much for your time i appreciate it thank you very much for having me i i feel uh, very much uh, honored and included <laughs> <laughs> definitely and and uh, thanks thanks for this opportunity elnas um, <laughs> it's always a pleasure talking to you and uh, i i enjoy your your programs so hope to um interact more again in the future yeah thank you so much thank you very much yeah